0: Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a
1: limited time, get up to 50% off by going to Bluenile.com. That's Bluenile.com. The Talk Sport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, You in? You Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com
0: Hello and welcome to the Reds Report. We are part of the TalkSport network of fans and with a new main sponsor. BarnsleySport.com is the best place to follow all Barnsley FC social media content. Check them out on Twitter, Facebook or by visiting BarnsleySport.com. Lads, um, we made a few jokes the other week when... um, uh, Callum Simpson, the boxer, had won, and 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 uh, Guy Kitchen won his first match as well. That sort of theme seemed to carry on as we entertained Shrewsbury at home because um, it was a very physical match. Um, Ian Tykes' blog. Good evening. I hope you're all right. Let's get straight into this. Did we stoop to their level, or how did it come about? Because it wasn't a typical badly performance. I felt it, it. It was very physical, very stop-start. How did you see that one?
2: I don't think we stooped to their level. I think we stood up to them. I'd like to think we um, we weren't bullied. I, um, I tweeted after the game that they, they basically came for a point, tried bullying us. They chased the ref all over the pitch. Their number nine spent most of the game on the floor and they got what they deserved, which was absolutely nothing. Um, although they did nearly grab a point near the end. But I don't think, I don't know where it all come from. Because it's not like we've got, you know, had spicy encounters with them previously or we've got any previous with them. Um, I just think they want, I think they maybe saw what Burton did to us a little bit and got stuck into us. And um, teams have had a go at us, lower teams have had a go at us and got something out of it. And I think they were trying that, only I think we stood up to them and weren't bullied by them. Um, But the ref lost it. And had he got a grip early on, and refereed it correctly, we wouldn't have had two reds and their manager being booked and numerous other bookings. So I think we, I think we stood up to them and um look, thankfully yeah, bounced back after Burton, didn't we?
0: Yeah, uh, almond and coconut water sipping Steve Andrews joins us as well as always, Um Steve. And um, the, the, the one change in the starting lineup with uh, uh Waters starting for James Norwood, and um, it was the right sort of match, or wasn't it? I mean, they're, they're quite alike in like the physical side of the game. Um, how did you sort of view his performance? Because I, a lot of on Facebook I've seen, I don't know, Twitter, social media, people say you know, the jewelry still out. Um, I thought them two worked quite well together. How, how did you How did you see that?
1: Obviously, I'm, I must have been using my other glasses, then I, I would have thought. <laughs> um, it was decent. They missed an open goal, which were an absolute, absolutely shocking. Yeah, um, yeah he, I, for me, I agree that Jury is still out. Um, he's certainly not proved to me that he's better than Norwood. Um, I know he got a lot of hype when we signed him uh, and I'm sure there's potential there, but uh, I think he needs to bring it out a bit more. But again... You know, he he, he can't show what he can do if he's not getting game time. Um, So, you know, starting him with Cole uh, gave him that opportunity and he did show flashes, he did show show some nice touches. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I I would like to say we we want to see more of him. However, there's not that many games left now, um, you know, for him to sort of stamp his authority. For me, your main starting two are still Cole and Norwood.
0: And you said them about Max Waters. One of them we want to see more of. Ian, one person who we did see a lot of on Saturday, but probably the person that you want to hear least of um, is the referee. You alluded to it earlier on. Um, I always wonder when he he gave their manager or their head coach a yellow card, and I sort of think unless you get a fine for that, I mean, I I don't know how it works, but that's it. Don't really do well, does it? Giving somebody on the bench a yellow card. But anyway, he he did, did that. Um you go you go 2-0 up at half time. Um, it all went slightly south hill, uh, downhill. I would a we'll go south in, in the second half. Um, the Cadden red card again. Um the way I saw it is contact was made, although not, you know, to, for me it was probably a deserved yellow. I felt he was enormously persuaded persuaded by you know five or six players around him and a player rolling around like he'd been shot by a sniper from Cudduth. He literally went down. He rolled everything. If if it were for Oscars, he'd get a solid eight point three for just the artistic mm-hmm. impression of, of of falling down, and and the club have decided not to appeal it because they said there mm-hmm. was contact and then you risk actually you know um, making it into a four match ban. What was it? Was it a red for you? Was it a yellow? How did you see that one?
2: It wasn't a red for me. I thought it was a yellow. Um, I don't. I don't think it was high enough up to be a red. You know, up his leg kind of thing. And to be fair, I heard the guy scream from the back of the ponte where we were. It was just ridiculous. And then you got all their teammates haranguing the referee, persuading him to check. I thought this was going to be a yellow. I was really surprised when when he pulled the red out. Um, and I was just. It was all game. Anderson got booked for like wrestling that guy to the floor, didn't he? And when it happened the other way around, and I I, I can't remember who it was, got wrestled to the floor, he was really reluctant to give a yellow and there was no consistency. There were challenges going in. And like Duff has said, there were four or five other challenges that were worthy of a red on that during that game that weren't given. Um, I thought it was a soft red. I'm I'm surprised they've not challenged it, but having listened to what Duff has said, They've been kind of told, haven't they? Without being told to say you're not, you're going to lose this, and you could get a four match ban. So they've kind of gone right, okay. Which probably not the bad way of doing it. At least you've sized up whether you've got a good chance of uh, defending him or not. Yeah. But I just, I just felt that he, he'd lost the last half an hour. He'd just lost, lost it. Whoever swayed him, I, but I just didn't get the consistency. The amount of times there. put. That I think that street lad was he on the wing was who everybody kept taking the pee out of when the ball kept running out. He was whinged and moaned at that linesman constantly. Uh, Like I said, the number nine on the floor all the time, big strapping lad, we're going down like a baby. Um, And I just felt we were a bit harshly done, bit like we were at Burton with the handball on the line. We've just been harshly treated, haven't we? Cadden's been playing all right, losing for
0: three games for a challenge that wasn't worthy of a red card. Yeah, Steve, did you you, do you share the same views that it was really, you know, it was quite harsh and, and it felt just influenced by those players? Because I think when a player shows dissent and they get a yellow, when you've got five or six telling you what it should be, I, I just think you should give, the first one to come to you to tell you how to do your job, they should give them a yellow to, to get them all off. Because I think if you strip everything away, it, yeah, he was a foul, but yellow at most, Steve, or... Do you share I, the... Uh,
1: personally, personally, I didn't even think it was a yellow. Uh, I've watched it two or three times. He puts his foot, his foot's on the floor. When it comes to other player, it's not as though it's raised. He doesn't catch him on top of his foot. Um, I mean, you could say that he's actually just trying to block ball. Um, so, even for a card, for me, no chance. Uh, referee, for me, had lost control as soon as he blew first whistle. Um there were just something about him, whether it were an arrogance or what, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but it just, like like Ian said, there was no consistency. But how many times do you watch uh, your match of your day and stuff like that and, and, and the pundits on there are always saying, oh no, players shouldn't be going around referee and it's, you know, they should be booking them and they've been told about that. You know, did nobody bother telling Shrewsbury about that? That's the thing. Mm. Um he just he just wavered under peer pressure completely from their players. Um, you saw that on a Premiership on a Premiership football a football pitch, and there'd be uproar. There'd be uproar. Micah Richards and Roy Keane would be calling them all names under sun and saying they shouldn't be going around referee like this, that, and other. Um, or they like to go around referee at end of game, to be quite honest. After sending Cadden off, but there you go. That's a different thing altogether. Um, Standard of refereeing at minute is disgraceful, absolutely disgraceful. And the fact that we didn't appeal it because we were supposedly told that we might will not win it, that just that just stinks of well, I don't know insider trading or whatever you want to call it. You know there should be none of that. If we feel as though it's not a card, we should appeal it. Mm-hmm. Um, there shouldn't be a case so well, I'll just tip you off and don't. You know what I mean? It, it's ju- it just stinks. It absolutely smells rotten. But that's EFL for you. That's pre- rem- uh, referees for you at this particular time. Look at EFL with manager at month. Uh, Duff Scott, has he got three managers yeah. at month? But he's not yeah. even in for manager at year. It stinks. Big yeah. teams, yeah. massive teams like Sheffield Wednesday. Obviously, you know they're always getting that that nod. Um, we just we just get shafted every time, and, and it really pees me off. And I'm not swearing because we've got new sponsors. And, <laughs> and I can't take this. It's it's it's
0: it's interesting though because I do want to talk a little bit more about that. And um, a couple of months ago, the, the the club or representation from the club met with the EFL and the referees about the so-called standards. I find it really obscure, funny in a way, that after that meeting, there's been clear penalty shouts. And we, it's all, it feels at times, I don't know, it's not, but it feels at times, like, don't get him out. I mean, they came complaining, I mean, to explain this, 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 you know what I mean? This, with the manager of the month, he's got three, you know, we, if you look at budgets and, and everything else, I, I I I know Duff's not in there, I think if you look at Ipswich, Switch, somebody who's been an assistant, and he takes his first job. And you know, I have quite a bit of respect for Ipswich. So it's not when they come to us, but I think they, they're probably the form team at the moment. We're chasing them and everything else. It it just it it's like I say, it's 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 the it's it's the EFL, isn't it? Um we're not going to get a penalty probably this year. Maybe we'll get one in the 90th minute at Wembley as we beat Wednesday in the in the playoff final. But we'll no, to, no, we, we don't, don't want morning.
1: Sheffield Wednesday in playoff. We don't want them in playoff final. Don't want them in playoff final because that is nailed on. We've done double over them. We get them at Wembley and we lose. Tell you now, nailed on. Don't no, want it. No, don't, no, want no, it. No. don't want it. Don't want I don't want to be anywhere near Sheffield Wednesday for playoffs.
0: Right. Talk about that later then. How do, resolve, right. how do we resolve the Cadden problem then? He's out for three three matches, Um so in my in my mind, that's Forest Green, Ipswich and Oxford. If I'm right,
1: I think no, not Ipswich, not Ipswich, MK Dons. He's back oh. for Ipswich game if it's right. three if it's three matches. So actually, right. if you think about it, there's probably best three matches that he could miss.
0: Hmm. How do we resolve it though? Lakesh. are you, are you changed Lakesh from in place? Do you put no. Lakesh in there? William Kitchen a bit more no. freedom and stick no. at the back.
1: <laughs> no. What? The what did you say then?
0: It's <laughs> I it's
1: something stronger. If you're going to start talking rubbish like that,
0: remember, <laughs> at the
1: back. Don't be so stupid. <laughs> Ian. Behind neck, gathering ball.
0: <laughs> Ian, your thoughts. <laughs> we know what Steve wants so don't there want to. There you go. Um,
2: yeah, like for like, put Larkesh in. Um, I, I think that's going to happen. You read between the lines what Duff has said in his press conference. He's praised him to the hilt about his professionalism, that there's a player in there that he feels sorry for him because he's, he tries really hard. He does really well in training and hasn't really got the game time. And I think it'll be a lot. I think he'll be given the game See how he goes at Forest Green. Obviously, if, he, if you know, he might change it if things go a bit, bit pear shaped. But I think it's nailed on for catch I think I wouldn't start tinkering with that back three, back five, no. or whatever. I'd, I'd no, go no. like, yeah. Granted, Lee and Kitchen can play out there, but Cundy makes us so nervous that we, I wouldn't tinker. Just straight like for like, um, and just I yeah. like that.
1: I like the way you put that. Makes us nervous. Yeah. Okay.
0: Just to clear like up that. that Cadden will miss uh, Forest Green, Lincoln, and Oxford, and ah, then Lincoln, he'll be back. It. He'll be back for the Ipswich. Um, for the Ipswich match, um, which of course is, is, is the main one. Yeah, um, that's the last three. Then won't these three:
2: Ipswich, yeah. MK, and
1: Peterborough. So yeah, MK dons because you said it were uh, fancy, fancy dress. dress. Yes. I remember you saying it were fancy yeah. dress.
0: Um, it don't matter how you win them. We won it. Um, they tried to drag us down to the level. Uh, they they didn't succeed. It, it's another win at Fort Oakwell. Um, eight unbeaten now, I believe uh, at home, going for number nine. Uh, last time that happened, it was the summer of '69. Just to, sort to, of like throw it out there, 1969. The last time Barnsley had nine matches. That's when I um, bought
1: my first real six string. Was it where? Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> where? I played it till my fingers <laughs> bled. Um. Ian, shall I go? Shall I go now? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: told you, Kerry Oak is on a Friday. Anyway, all right. Um, um, Ian, you first. I mean, for Oakwell, can we see how do you think till the end of the season going unbeaten? Why
2: not? I think who have we got? Oxford, then up there. I think their players are on beach, aren't they? They've had a shocking second half of the season. I think that's very winnable. Yeah, uh, which on the day. We could certainly get a point out of it. I think we could, depending on what's needed, um, going into that game. Whether because I'm trying to think, out what what do we need now before we confirm? Definitely confirm we're in the playoffs. Oh, um, I'm, I'm not very good at maths. Just no, keep winning. But, um I think there's no reason why we can't get something out of that game, even if we can't beat them. I think we could capable of get. We got a point at their place early on in the season, so I don't see why we can't. Um, and then Peterborough last game of the season, it might be a dead rubber. So there's absolutely no reason why we can't go on un- unbeaten now. Whether we win all three, I don't know. It might be a push too far, but I think it might be a draw in there. But I think there's no reason why we can't. No, we seem to seem to have just got that knack of of I think what happened on Monday against Shrewsbury, that might have been different away. Although we got um we've had some good away results, not recently, but this season. But I think at home, that home form just got us Got us over the line. I think the Ponte sort of, the atmosphere wasn't brilliant on Monday, but they did stir up a bit in the last 10 minutes. Duff was really trying to get the West End going and stuff. And I think that home advantage got us over the line when they put nine minutes of injury time up and everybody groaned. Um, I think uh, there's no reason why we can't go unbeaten
0: at home between now and the end of the season. And it has worked, though, hasn't it, Steve? If, if you cast your mind back to the uh, match against Derby, where it was bring your scarf day, and they wanted to build it up, they wanted to create this atmosphere, and, but, you know, we've, we, we've not lost since at all. But
3: does it feel different? How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit juvederm.com. That's j u v e d e r m.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? You reds? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Front to earlier on in the season, do you think these home matches? I mean, it was a little bit sort of stale at times maybe, but I suppose fans, there's nothing gets r- fans riled up more than scoring. A bit of a fight on the pitch or, or, or an undeserved card because that's that's what gets them up out of the season and that's creates the atmosphere. Does it feel different now? Toward, it, it, you know, if you compare it to early on in the season, do you feel there's a better atmosphere?
1: I think it is slightly better. Um, I mean, it were, it were a cracking turnout on, on, uh, on Monday. Um, I think we're about 13, 13 and a half, something like that. Um, so and there's a few more.
2: It was good there was a lot of like young kids and stuff could get that's to see insane. the game. And, and see them win as well. They'll be like, I want to go back, I want to go back.
1: Yeah, yeah. and I think that's what we thats what we do need to be encouraging. Um, I think as a home form, to be honest, with the crowd, although like you said, crowd, a little bit subdued on Monday. But having said that, we were a little bit subdued when we were winning five-note five a uh, week before. So... You know, it, it does sometimes take something on the field to get get the fans going. Um, but it's his own away form at the minute that, that I'll be quite honest, does worry me. It does worry me. Um, you look at Forest Green on Saturday, and I know we're going to say oh, they're at bottom at league and blah, blah, blah. But we had this exact same conversation about Burton last week. yeah, uh, And that's Burton that's turned true. us over. Exeter. It would have been a completely different game with the penalty and the sending off, which it should have been. But yet again, as we did with Exeter, we sort of reverted to type and didn't play the football that we can play, that we play at home. Um we seem to have a lot more confidence on the ball at home. Um but that's something now we need to we need to take to Forest Green. Because the for me Forest Green away, Lincoln away, a couple of winnable games, definitely. If we look on the dark side and say, Ipswich are going to beat us when they come on, on the Tuesday night. Before that game, we need to have built up sort of a buffer with the away games. And then it will not be so much of a setback. Yeah. Whether we Absolutely. can do that, we've got to wait and see.
0: I mean, Ipswich themselves drew, so I suppose, you know, it's... It, 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 it. It's a point for them, but it, we got. Three. It was a,
2: it was bizarre on Saturday because I kept looking at the league table as as the game progressed, and you had things like Derby and Bolton were exchanging places with Peterborough. Suddenly, Bolton were like out of the playoffs. Then they were in the playoffs. Then Derby dropped out, and then you had something like Sheffield Wednesday were top. Then I think Ipswich went top, and then and then somebody went third, and it was like it, I mean we were consistent because we, we kind of got that buffer above. Fifth and sixth, and we're not quite there to get third. But the others were just like, as yeah. they get it was bizarre, and that probably might unsettle some of those teams because it was literally as the games, as the goals were going in and being conceded. The table were changing all the time. That could go right down to the last game. That
3: yeah,
0: I suppose uh, we we're not pressure. You know, we're not putting any pressure on ourselves. I suppose when you have the view like Duff has, or forty five minutes at a time, league position being in fourth. Suppose and and the points get below us and above us affords us that little bit of freedom rather than those that are in the playoffs, out of the playoffs, or into automatics, back into the playoffs. You know that, that that pressure is not not there. Um, I mean, talking about the teams above us, obviously there's three, there's Ipswich, there's Plymouth, there's Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday won, um, Ipswich drew, Plymouth lost. There's still, uh, you know, a hell of a lot of points to play for. And I don't think anything has no. been uh, been decided. Um, if if the season had come to an end today, um, and, and this is something that Barnsley FC polls on Twitter sort of asked us, if if you look at for us the, the player of the season so far, and I know there's still some matches to go, it's difficult, isn't it? Because all over the pitch, normally you have one outstanding, and 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 I suppose you can make a case for Anderson for just being solid throughout the season, but then you look at the influence of like Herbie King, you look at the goals that the Vantis levanticolsko it's all over you look at bobby thomas came in in january but you know look look look, look what he's what he's done or what he's achieved is it, name me a couple of players and the reason why they should be in the running for player of the year steve go first go on liam, liam.
1: kitchen liam kitchen for me because um yeah he's had a couple of ricks in him throughout the season but i think out of everybody, he's probably the one, no, probably Devante Cole as well, but he's probably the one that's come on the most this season mm-hmm. and, in a way, become a bit of a Kul on on End because mm-hmm. of the way he plays. He plays with his heart on his sleeve. He gets stuck in. He makes gut-busting runs. He scored that goal running 55, 60-odd yards down pitch. That, for me, just shows the the commitment and the passion that that lad's got. Uh, he's not always got the best skills, but then again, we're not Premier League, are we? Do you know what I mean? So, for me, at the minute, if I had to make a vote today to Billy M Kitchen...
0: I have to say... Um, there was the um, incident in the match against Shrewsbury when uh, Mads Anderson got a yellow card and he kept... He didn't want to go back to the ref, if you remember. He walked away and, and the ref kept going back and Liam Kitchen actually calmed um, Mads Anderson down. And I thought, that's the measure, isn't it? Because Liam Kitchen, I suppose, early days was... I wouldn't say a loose cannon, but, he you know, we had a, a, a... He was good a, for a yellow
2: card, though, wasn't he?
0: Always. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, he, I suppose he has grown, hasn't he? Who Anybody you would put forward, Ian? Does Herbie Kane gonna log in or looking? Yeah. are we going for Mads Anderson or
2: I would go through the spine of the team? I think Harry Eisted has done fantastic. I know he's, he's only been, been I, said, I know he's only been here since January, but you look at the spine of the team, Mr. Consistent, yeah. Kitchen at the back for everything, for all the reasons that Steve has said, I completely agree. Luca Connell in the middle. Yeah, Harry Kane. Uh, Harry, Harry Kane. Herbie okay. Kane like Harry Kane.
1: <laughs> he won't get in our side, Harry Kane.
2: I'm only on pop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Herbie Kane, yeah, absolutely. Turned it around, uh, proved a few of us wrong. Uh, but for me, go through that. The kitchen, Connell, Cole, that spine of that team, any one of, of them three. I mean, I stood's only been there for the half season, but kitchen, Connell, Cole, anyone in M three through that spine of that team are well deserving of, of the award, and I wouldn't like to, I would not like to choose it at all because I think you could probably got eight out of the eleven would be worthy winners, wouldn't they? Really, because we've all been more of a team that get consistently seven, eight out of
0: ten. Yeah. Um, why well, we look forward, and I know we mentioned them earlier on. Um, Forest Green. Um, for some people, it's very easy to have ultimate table. That's what Sheffield Wednesday thought, and and you, you can't because. Sometimes when teams are down there, suppose there's not much pressure on them in there. So they probably pay, play with a little bit more freedom, knowing full well of the results they are capable of, because, you know, beating Wednesday on their own turf will be a, you know, a big scalp. Um, so we've all agreed that Lakesh comes in for Cadden. Um, up front for this one, because again, we're talking about Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, what... Who are we as the as the strike force? Cole seems to be he, he has to start. Um, who, who are you going with up front? Uh, Ian, let's, let's do you first. Which, which two strikers are you playing up front? Simple for me,
2: and Norwood, yeah. absolutely. Um, without a shadow of a doubt. Steve's laughing his head off. Well, Ian.
1: I'm, it's all right. I'm just going to throw a span and it works just for laugh. <laughs> you know what? Forest Green on Saturday, like you said, we've got a runner of games now on top of each other I'd start uh, Tajic and Watters against Forest Green I really would and I'm not dropping Cole because he's done anything wrong at all but save
2: him for Lincoln.
1: I want him to be firing when it comes to two or three games afterwards especially for Ipswich obviously you need people fit for Ipswich but I don't want to burn him out and I think because it's Forest Green, not because they're bottom at league, but just because they are having a shocking season, um, I think it would be an ideal opportunity just to, even if you only get them first first half, but just get Cole just a bit of a breather. Because let's face it, Norwood has had a couple of games where he has had a bit of a breather. And when he's come on, he's looked really fired up and, and hungry for it. And I just I thought- don't think it would be a bad thing.
2: I thought the fitness levels on Monday were good, though, considering they chased that game on Saturday against Burton and and pretty much the same team. And Herbie Kane put a shift in again on Monday and, like, you know, Coles played and stuff. And I was quite pleased to see that they weren't blowing a bit on Monday. And it was a physical game. It wasn't a walk in the park. And they had two tough games there um, in the space of a couple of days. And they didn't look like they were burning out at the end of the season. None of them looked, they all looked really fit. I so think
1: thing, quite for, pleasing. thing for me as well, and I don't know if you if you think the same. We not get apart from Luke Thomas, who incidentally I think should start. Phillips won't start for me because again, for me, no. he didn't do a great deal on anonymous, anonymous, very, very, yeah. very, very poor. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> uh, apart from Luke Thomas, subs wise, Benson Russell are not necessarily bringing much to party at all. They're not bringing much of a of a change. Uh, last two or three games where he's brought Benson on. Yeah, not really, not really shown anything at all. And I just yeah. worry that if you take sort of your your front two, Lakesh, maybe uh, and Luke Thomas, uh, Luke Thomas definitely bench is not that strong really, and it should be. You should be having players wanting to come on and do well and push the way into this team. But Benson, Russell at minute, for me, um, don't instill me with confidence.
2: I think I think with Russell, I think he's not he's not had a, a long enough stint here, has he? I'd no, give him I'd no. give him the fair crack of the whip with that. I'll have what you're saying, definitely, but I think he's not really been given the minutes. Benson has I know he had he's had injury spells, but before that he was he was regularly in that side, and he comes on and flatters to deceive for me. Yeah. Uh, and when you look at Phillips, can be anonymous. And I thought we played virtually with ten men on Monday. He, yeah. he was just well off the pace. And you, Luke Thomas can change a game, but I think Benson's a bit. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's bang average at t- at best. Any he, when he comes, I, I have off. to
0: say, um, at one point I thought he'd be the first one off Phillips because quite a few times, he, he either placed the pass and it went too far, too wide, or he, he asked for the ball and, you know, the first touch let Burton down. Was
1: saying, Burton was the same. I thought he would have brought him off in that first tranche of, of substitutions at Burton. Mm, yeah. And he didn't left him on. And same on Monday. And I don't... Not for me to question, obviously, Duff <laughs> sees the damn sight more than anybody does, but... Okay. Not for me.
0: I, I suppose he's also looking. You know, he's he's got his regular eleven that start. Maybe a change every now and then up top, but you you don't want to change too much at once, do you? Because then the whole mechanics of that working machine can can stop working almost. Is it? That's what worries me when he makes four changes at once and half the midfield goals. But you know, in, 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 listen, look where we are. Look where he's took us. So yeah, you have to you have to trust in his uh, in his method and the way he wants the uh, the players to apply. So Forest Green, then. Um, Mm. It looks like 1,200 Barnsley fans there. Capacity is only 2,300, so almost half of them will be Barnsley fans. And the final score, Steve, and who's going to score for those Super Reds? And what will the final score be? Let go first, Mads Anderson, back balls, back at Ed. What we're going? You
1: know what? We can, I'm glad I didn't put any money on these because I'm absolutely shocking. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's an absolute <laughs> joke. Absolutely. I might as well shut my eyes um forest green on saturday i'm gonna go one nil and (laughs) i'm going to go with i'm gonna go with Luca Connell, just for a change
0: why not it's like it's nice i like it ian it's
2: they need if they draw or lose they're down apparently um so they'll be fighting for their We look at, we went to Aki, we're poor. We went to Morecambe, got beat. We've not got a great record against the lower sides and away from home. So this is a massive banana skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be a tight game. Look at what happened against Burton. I'm going 1-0. A we'll, bit like the Wickham game. I think it'll be a late winner. And I'll go Norwood. Um,
0: I'll go 2-1. I'll go Max Watters, because he's going to start, isn't Because I just feel like he is I don't know why I'm often <laughs> in wrong. Your water it's you feeling it in your water <laughs> I'm just going from the watering waters we, we need us waters people need to stick together so anyway that's that's what we're doing and <laughs> <laughs> let's hope let's hope um you know they, they come away with the three points because then obviously it's it's another tricky match the, the, the Tuesday after we're not, not going to go into it into it now because you know next week we'll have a, another couple of matches to look forward to so um as always from the Tykes blog, Ian, thank you. Um just tell us where can people find your vlogs and blogs and bogs and everything else that you bogs, bogs. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're bogs in Bolton, but <laughs> <laughs> um
2: Tykes underscore blog on Twitter and it's tikesblog.com is the website. Thank you yeah. very
0: much. And all your content is on com as well, isn't it? It's Correct. all
2: yes all, 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 all under one roof sunshine indoors
1: yeah, sunshine there. indoors fantastic get them spending get them in get them spending what a cracking what a like, crack covered in piss absolutely cracking program that phoenix night come on yeah kenny you? Coconut
2: coconut coconut and water. Water.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie Langford I'll not say what I did to Bonnie Langford but everybody who's watched it will know Anyway, back on Carlo lad Time Steve to go
0: drinking his almond and coconut water um, Thank you very much, your opinions as always uh, raise a smile, couple of eyebrows, but you know, we appreciate it. <laughs> You've been listening to the Ritz Reporter. We are Barnsley FC's longest running podcast. We're proud to be sponsored by BarnsleySport.com and part, uh, proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Until next week, thank you all for listening and watching. You Reds.
2: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
3: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands.